Welcome to Killing Me Softly, the lighter side of wellness, the podcast that sprinkles reality on your kill salad of life. I am your host, Amanda Hansen, certified nutrition coach and owner of Ignite Nutrition and Fitness here in Twin Falls, Idaho. I help people from all walks of life better understand nutrition and how it relates to personal, mental, and physical health. Killing Me Softly, where we take the hell out of healthy living and we put the fun back into functional fitness. Welcome to another episode of Killing Me Softly. I am so excited to have my guest with me here today. I have the beautiful Judy Felton. Judy, thank you so much for coming today. Then as a sidekick, I've got my normal husband here. The normal one, not the... Uh... <laughs> I Not the special had ones. ones. You're the normal one. Right. So, Judy, I wanted to bring you on today because I think you have a a wealth of knowledge for people and to just share your story of how we found each other, what your experiences are, and really talk about ushering in the new era of wellness and what that looked for you. So give the listeners a background of who you are. I think your age is super important no, when we talk about this. <laughs> That's okay with me. I'm proud of my age. Yes. But I'll back up a little bit from what you just said because I was really wondering when you asked me to be on a podcast what I had to offer (laughs) (laughs) because I listen to your podcasts Mm -hmm. and I always pick up something from listening to them. Even when I see who the guest is, I think, well, I don't know how that would relate to me, their area of expertise. As I was a little reluctant at first to do this, mm-hmm. and then I thought about it for a while and thought, what is there in my life that would be of interest to somebody else? Because I've had really a, an ordinary life. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any catastrophic events happen to me physically mm-hmm. or mentally. I've had a traditional marriage, and I've raised my kids, and My husband tried to retire. That didn't work. He didn't like that. So he's still working and I'm doing my own thing. But I am going to be 82 next month. Now we're past that. Yes. We got that. I mean, there's going to be some clips of this, but but that absolutely. Like, I forget sometimes that that is your age. Like, I just, it doesn't even, doesn't even register to me because I think in the past I've seen as people age, it it becomes like this norm of like you just, for lack of a better word, become decrepit and you just, you're not enjoying life and you're living life to your fullest. Well, it's it's something that I think you have to at some point decide what you're going to do to try to live out the best you can in the latter part of your life. Mm-hmm. And that involves a lot. It, it involves a lot of buildup from where where you were in the earlier years and thinking of what what has really impacted my life. One of the huge things was technology. Yes. Because when I was growing up, we hardly had TV <laughs> and we certainly didn't have the internet or computers or anything like right, that. Yeah. And I was thinking about your business in Mm -hmm. connection with this. And your business is not like coming in and stepping on an old-fashioned scale. Absolutely not. Your business is really Mm high-tech. And I hope you'll share some of that as as we go along today. 
it's an interesting thing to be asked to look back on your life because you start noticing things that you really hadn't thought so much about. Mm -hmm. And I think that the emergence of technology and the way it has impacted not each individual, but the family unit Mm -hmm. and the business unit Mm -hmm. and the way it has shifted society is something If you don't embrace that, and I guarantee you it's very, very hard to embrace it for somebody my age. And and I think even sometimes the younger generations, I've even heard my grandson complaining sometimes, and and he's an engineer, a very, very smart young man, and he even, I've heard him struggle with things uh, that are more technologically Mm -hmm advanced than probably they were when he started engineering absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah and for somebody Mm -hmm. my age we we had no association with computers Mm -hmm. and i was 40 years old working at the twin falls county courthouse when i had my first brush with a computer Mm -hmm. and that looking back on that, that's probably hard for the younger generations to even imagine that. Sure. But it was it was the reality of life. That was mm-hmm. a game changer, wasn't it? Oh, it really was. And and think not just for, for me, but think how that changed the courthouse and, mm-hmm. and businesses yes. and the way yeah. attorneys file their papers and all those kind of things. So I don't think this is really anything unusual that happened to me, but it's something that you have to deal with, mm-hmm. and it's a difficult thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, to this day, <clears throat> I get so frustrated with my iPhone that I could throw it against the wall yeah. sometimes. <laughs> but I also love my iPhone yes. because I can uh, come in here and and step on your in-body machine mm-hmm. and see what the ratio of my muscles are to my fat content yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And, and just that, to, that's exciting. Yes. I wanted to make a comment on the, I think it's like the iPhone in general, like that oh you want to throw. Oh my goodness, he uses uh-huh. an Android. The, so so Android is where it's it at. Sure. So. It's, it's not. Judy, do not, do not support him We just this. opened up a whole new bag right there. Yeah. He needs to get into the real world and use an iPhone, but. I still love him nonetheless, and and th- this is a this is a marital spat between the two of us. I'm so sick of my messages being green; they need to be blue with you. I will never hear the end of it. It's and nonstop because I'm never yeah. changing. But. Anyways, back to yeah. back to Judy. Well, no, I I think that's really true though, and and I probably need to know more about what an android is. Yeah. <laughs> There, you don't need to know. There, I was waiting there, for it. The cavemen use the, the androids. So, Judy, I, and like when you're bringing up the technology, and I don't know if I've ever even brought this up to you, but I can remember when I very first started working with you. So first, you were one of my first older clients, honestly. You mm-hmm. were you broke the mold of my typical client, which I love that. And it's almost like you sparked something in me to to start doing what I do where everything is so individual and everybody needs an individual approach. But you were one of my first older clients and I had had a couple in the past and tracking food for them. It was so overwhelming. And I can remember thinking, 
that the same would be true for you and that I would have to hold your hand through this and I'd have to be like, an app is where you go to this place in your phone. But I was so incredibly impressed that I was able to give you the same instructions that I, I give most people. And you came back that next week. And obviously, you needed a little bit of help with certain things. But you log your food and use the technology that I ask most clients to use more than even my younger clients do. It is mm. so incredibly impressive to me. Like, I am telling you, you broke the mold. Oh. You, it's <laughs> pretty I awesome. Absolutely wow. had, I absolutely have. I, you showed me that you can't judge a book by its character. And so that was something like I needed because I had my own preconceived ideas of how difficult it was going to be to try to instruct you in the correct way. I'm, I'm a technology generation. I'm a millennial. Mm -hmm. So maybe we didn't have it a lot in the beginning, Yes, but there was a certain point of our lives where like everything turned to technology. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of frustration with me when I see older generations not willing to learn it or do it. And you had no issues with it. Well, I'd had a lot of help from family members. I tried to take a class one time and just finally gave it up. Mm -hmm. But you also may remember that you've been really good to help me. Mm -hmm. And you never made me feel like I couldn't ask you questions. In fact, I recall a time (laughs) when I drug you out to my car (laughs) and had you out there (laughs) hooking things up so I could listen to your podcast in my car. Absolutely. I have no problem doing that. That's, that's, that's great. That's, I love doing things like that. And that's, it goes back to being the individual. I knew that if I gave you that little bit of extra help, you could now have access to a resource that I knew that would help you in the long term. Well, and this brings up, I think, a really important point because there probably aren't going to be a a lot of people in the 80-year-old age group listening to this podcast because they're going to see what what you do and they're going to think that doesn't pertain to me. One of the things I hope is that the younger generations that are listening to this will understand that the older generation The older people in the family probably need help with all this technology. They're probably reluctant to ask, Mm -hmm. and it will be a slow, difficult process. But if, if any of you who are so inclined to do would just offer a little word of encouragement mm-hmm. to older people and and help them out. We had the same grandson I was talking about who lives in Boise and is a brilliant engineer, had to come to our house a couple of weeks ago and help us hook up the fire stick to our TV set mm-hmm. so we could watch Thursday night football. Yes. <laughs> you know. Which is very so, important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this whole thing of, of technology is really important in all of our lives mm-hmm. for a I lot agree. of different reasons, I I think. Yes. And I think why we are focusing so much on even like technology and the older generations is when you came through the door. And so, you know, I wanted to focus in today about... Um, how you have changed your perception of health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Before we started recording, we were talking about that that you feel more secure in your health and you don't feel mm-hmm. like you have to turn to your doctor for everything, that you've mm-hmm. learned that there's almost like a tribe. So 
One of the aspects of the technology is the body comp that I do on clients Mm -hmm. every single week. So I wanted to get your insight on how much that has helped you and how that's really opened your eyes to changing your perspective of scale weight Mm-hmm. and how really the skill weight is not important. Right. And that's probably been the biggest change of all mm-hmm. uh, that I've come through with you in the last two and a half years. Because all my life, I was fairly conscientious about trying to control my weight. Mm-hmm. But it was done by stepping on a scale mm-hmm. and trying to decide what was the good weight for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was done through dress size mm-hmm. or general appearance. Mm-hmm. And I use those as my benchmarks as the years went by. And like I said, I I did what I thought I could do to take responsibility for my own weight and health because I knew all of this is related. Mm-hmm. But the thing that changed everything was COVID. When mm-hmm. COVID came along, I I felt isolated. Mm -hmm. I had been going off and on through my life to a weight loss program that had meetings, Mm -hmm. group meetings. And those kind of meetings, along with businesses, Mm -hmm. (laughs) social groups, were all closed down. So I just felt I needed to do something different. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking, well... I could probably have a one-on-one meeting if I could find someone who knew about weight and health issues. And so I started looking on the internet, Mm -hmm. looking in the yellow pages of the phone book, and I came upon you. (laughs) Now, I didn't know you, so I left a message, Mm -hmm. and you called me back and said, come in and we'll have a meet and greet Mm -hmm. and see how how that goes if both of us felt comfortable with it if we jive yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) and I must say I think even from the very first it felt like a fit to me Mm -hmm. but I still had no idea what was in store for me now I'm sounding like a paid commercial I know I know keep do it but do it Judy yeah (laughs) you don't have a knife to my throat yeah there's video happening right here (laughs) I I really did feel comfortable with you I will say that at least with me you were pretty low-key I didn't feel pushed Mm mm-hmm I felt like you were right from the first giving me a lot of information, but I also felt that, wow, this is a totally different thing than I've ever thought about or participated in because it was based more on the nutrients that I was getting. Mm -hmm. You used words that I wasn't really familiar with, did quite a bit of research on some of that (laughs) stuff. Good. But the thing that impressed me most was it was not just weight oriented. Mm -hmm. It was health oriented. And I think that has made a major change in my life. Mm -hmm. Even now when I come in and uh, I step on the in-body scale, it surprises me that when I get the printout, 
I don't look at the weight first. Your eyes go down to the muscle I look mass. At the, and I body look fat. at the muscle mass mm-hmm. and see yep. if I'm getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Because my goal now at this point in my life is to stay strong and be able to lead a productive life for as many years as I have left, mm-hmm. even though. I would not have predicted that I would feel this good and this strong at this point, even two years ago. I I wouldn't have predicted that. And I have to bring in Isaiah in this because he's the newest addition to my life. The team, (laughs) yeah. And here again, he's more recent, but... And you didn't push me into this. Mm -hmm. I I finally thought, besides looking at the scale and, and looking at... The way the the muscle mass is and the fat mass, I really need to build more muscle. And building muscle at this age, as you've taught me, is very difficult to do. Yeah. Our bodies naturally are losing muscle. So mm-hmm. if you build muscle, it takes an extra effort. But I, I could see that I needed more physical activity. So I asked you if you could get me in touch with Isaiah. And I begrudgingly did so. Yes, and now, in fact, as we speak right now on the clock, it's one o'clock in the afternoon, and I should be having my meeting with Isaiah at the Buell Gym because he's <laughs> he's my personal trainer now. We, we exactly. traded it out. Yes. Yeah, we traded it out for the couch it's, and the microphones. So. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I just love it, and I've I've never done anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's it's just really it's exciting. It's fun. It's a new adventure for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gives other people a big laugh when I tell them I'm going to the gym to With meet personal my personal trainer. trainer. Yes. <laughs> I think it's awesome. So we've been working together for probably about a month now. And to watch you progress has been very exciting. And that's what really lights my fire, too, because you see the youth come back into you. Mm-hmm. And the progress has been exceptional. Just watching over the... It doesn't take much, but the consistency that you've been going through is what makes the biggest difference. And so, and I just wanted a great highlight on your part whenever you're talking about, it's not just about the scale, but when people look at the muscle mass and the body fat, and there's all these different factors that come into it. Yeah. And you feel better because of it. And when you focus on the feeling, the looks always follow. I always say that the looks are um, a bonus, but the feeling is what we're really going for. Mm -hmm. The looks always follow the feeling and that's what I see you experiencing. And it's really exciting for both a man and I to see you progress yeah. the way you have because you do put the work in and you do try. Going back to where we're talking about the technology, where people just don't give it a shot, especially as they get older, they just say, I don't need it. I don't want to do it. I'm happy with where I'm at. It's too hard. Exactly. Yeah. And you yeah. hear that a lot. With you, it's different. You are willing to try it out. And then you realize that, hey, this isn't that difficult. I can do this. And especially, like you said, when you have the appropriate help, like your grandson's been great with you guys. Mm-hmm. That's a big step in it. And I'm glad that you highlighted that for our listeners. Like, hey, if you, if you are afraid to try something new, understand the people love you that, that are around you. They're going to help you get through it. Yep. Build your gonna, tribe. Yeah, it's going to be very beneficial for you. Yeah, absolutely. When you, I just, I want like to just talk about your entire story because I just absolutely adore you. You're one of my most favorite humans. And, and oh, by the way, your sourdough bread. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. amazing. Judy brought me some homemade sourdough bread on Tuesday. 
And Isaiah and I partook in that last night, and it was so good. Oh, so I just want to give you the the kudos for being such an amazing cook as well. well. And I do want to remind you that I used honey instead of processed sugar. Yeah, I I I see the whole whole thing of of how it was reduced sugar and and all the greatness. But I wanted to talk about, so when you came to me, you you were leaving, you had left the program that you had worked prior. And that was a national brand that you were participating in. And then, mm-hmm. but what was your experience of when I started to change your relationship with food or your, I guess, diet? Because I, I don't feel like I change people's diets a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Did, did you feel more energized when we started to balance, I guess, is a better way. Balance your intake, balance your nutrients. Mm-hmm. What was what was the difference there for you? Well, it didn't take any time at all to see that there was room for improvement. Mm -hmm. I do think that anybody going to any kind of a program where they're trying to better their health is Mm -hmm. good. So I would even go so far to say that your program may not appeal to somebody. Mm -hmm. It certainly has appealed to me. Yes. And I, I just think it's been a wonderful program, but I would encourage anybody to to at least take a step in improving your health. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I I would hope they would get involved with you because I just think this is a deeper, it's a more in-depth program. Mm-hmm. And what I, what I found, and I mentioned this earlier, I thought I was pretty healthy, mm-hmm. really. But I found that there was a significant amount of muscle mass that I, that I, needed to build up or yes. I needed more of it. I I remember joking when I first came in that my goal was to be able to open a jar of pickles. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's really not so much of a joke because it was very, very difficult for me to do that. Mm-hmm. And it, through this program and, and learning that I really was not getting enough protein mm-hmm. in my diet, uh, too too many of the wrong kind of carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Just learning more the real nutritional part mm-hmm. of healthy living. That was the thing that really impressed me. Here again, it was a learning curve mm-hmm. because the first few times I thought I'm never going to be able to even remember what what is a macronutrient uh-huh. and what is a <laughs> micronutrient and all these things and. And I have a piece of paper on my cupboard door that I still have there <clears throat> on what I call my carbo cupboard where I keep the potato chips yes. and all that kind <laughs> yes. of stuff. But I have that to, to still try to help me through knowing what th- what things are in what categories mm-hmm. and, and how do I need to fit those all together and percentages. And we don't figure per- exact percentages, mm-hmm. but just do I need to pump up one macronutrient, one, yes, absolutely. Those kind of things. So here again, it was a learning curve, but it wasn't, it wasn't a major learning curve, Mm -hmm. like all of the technology type things. Absolutely. What it also, right away, I could see there was a lot more to this whole area of healthcare that I had always put in a little box of medical doctors. Uh Uh-huh. And what I have learned now is there's a whole nother world out there 
that is, I think the technical term for it is holistic medicine. Absolutely. But to me, it's just a way of supplementing mm -hmm. medical care along with self-care. And it gave me maybe the spark that you talked about seeing in me. It gave me the feeling that I was being proactive in my care instead of reactive because my entire life I had lived thinking if I get sick, I will make sure I'm sick enough that I don't waste the doctor's time when mm -hmm. I go to his office that kind of mindset, where now I think I can do a lot to prevent getting sick. Love yes. it. And love it. a lot of the people that you've had on your previous podcasts have been people involved, like Molly from the Infusion Lab. Mm -hmm. I can remember the first time you talked about somebody going to the Infusion Lab after they'd had COVID, and I thought, what in the world is that? I yeah. had no idea. Uh -huh. And things that we see happening here in Twin Falls with spas uh, going mm -hmm. in where mm -hmm. they do ice plunges. Mm -hmm. And and then I found out that my adult son, who lives here in Twin, is, is doing those yeah. and loves them, just thinks he sees a, a big difference mm -hmm. in that. All light therapies, massages, all kinds of things that we can use to really make our lives better mm -hmm. and be in control of that life. It 100%. isn't. It isn't that we don't go to the doctor anymore. I I just a month or so ago went in for my Medicare yearly wellness checkup, yeah. <laughs> which I hate to admit that I still have to go. Healthy as horse, Judy. You're healthy as horse. But something. Uh, all of these other things will probably keep me healthier. And by the way, the doctor was very impressed with the blood work. Good. Because awesome. she could see that things, there there wasn't anything that needed attention. Mm -hmm. And that, I'm sure that's a relief to the medical field too. Absolutely. If you can do that. Oh, yeah. I want to put in a plug here for mammograms though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because I am a breast cancer survivor. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge shock to me. When mm -hmm. they told me I had a lump. Yes. I had gone for mammograms for years and I had, I wasn't uh, a smoker. I didn't have any genetic predisposition to breast cancer. And all of a sudden I, well, first of all, I, I was hesitating on having the mammograms anymore. I thought this is ridiculous. It's a mm -hmm. waste of time. I was in my seventies. I thought this this is something maybe I should not do. And I almost didn't go in and have the mammogram. And that particular time, bingo, they wow. found they a found lump. And it was very, very tiny. And mm -hmm. it was way back next to the rib cage where it was, would have been very hard to detect. I've got to give the doctors a great attaboy for even discovering it. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. But they found it early. I was able to have a lumpectomy because of that instead mm -hmm. of a mastectomy. Mm -hmm. But it saved my life because it wasn't terribly fast growing, but it, it was in the middle range. And if I had quit having my mammograms, I probably wouldn't have been that's able to survive that. This is incredibly and powerful. I just and Magic Valley has a terrible record of percentages of women having mammograms. Yes. And the state of Idaho, I believe, is one, if not the lowest in the nation. 
and women really need to take advantage of that technology. Mm-hmm. It's all part of this proactive healthcare mindset. Mm-hmm. There's, and I encourage, I really encourage women to go and get that done. Yes. So I turned forty this year or last year, and so when I went to my yearly, my doctor was like, "Oh, it's time for a mammogram." And typically, I'm the type of human that's like, oh, "I really don't want to." Mm-hmm. Um, we're self-employed, so it's not like we have great insurance. Mm-hmm. And so we really have to, like, watch what we're spending on for healthcare. Nonetheless, I somehow was like, all right, I, this is important for me to go get checked. And come to find out when I went in for my mammogram because I was, it's not just because I was self-employed, because I didn't have qualifying insurance and I didn't qualify for Medicaid, obviously. Tough Enough to Wear Pink has mm-hmm. a program And while I'm there in my little robe, getting ready to (laughs) show everybody what I have to offer, the lady was like, hey, do you want to take advantage of this? This is what we offer. This Mm -hmm. mammogram will be free of charge today. And I was absolutely floored. Like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. You're going to pay for my mammogram. Yeah, what an Mm -hmm. awesome program that is. So we are are firm believers in always like supporting Tough Enough to Wear Pink when we can. Because I had no idea that that was even an option or out there. I was... I, I came completely willing to pay the however many hundreds of dollars just to make sure that everything was fine. But mm-hmm. so I think uh, it's good to get that word out there that there are programs out there. Should you be in a position where you can't afford a mammogram or you feel like you can't afford a mammogram? There are programs that yes, will will pay for mm-hmm. it and how important it is mm-hmm. to be getting them. If you just mention that when you go in. Yes. They'll, they'll visit yeah. with you about that. Yeah. So I, I did mine at Innovative Medical Imaging. I don't know if any of this is important. I'm sure that Tough Enough to Wear Pink maybe offers it everywhere, but that is where they had told me that they even have this program. So wanted to give a shout out to Tough Enough to Wear Pink too. Like, mm-hmm. so amazing. Thank you for, for what you do because I can see myself being the person that if that mammogram came back fine, would I really want to go pay another, however, I don't know how much they are, next year when I needed to do another mammogram? Right. Most likely I'd be like, oh, whatever. I don't need to do them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty amazing. I agree, Judy. Mammograms yeah. okay. are super important. Well, and let me thank you for yeah. <laughs> bringing that into the conversation. I really feel passionate about that. But to go back to what we were talking about, about my first reactions to you and your program, one of the things that was very impressive to me because I'm a very rigid pro person. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm a type A and I found out you are too. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, was, that was a way yeah. we clicked. <laughs> but one thing I appreciated in going through this with you is I felt you were very flexible and it. I didn't feel that I just had to absolutely keep track of everything I ate and every place I had Mm -hmm. a bite of food or anything else. And that was a relief to me. Uh, We've kidded around in our family and and even Isaiah and I, Isaiah asked me the other day how I was doing. And I said, boy, those 20 percenters got ahead of me this time. (laughs) But, But I felt you gave some flexibility in the program that let anybody feel they could live their life yes it's easy for me to get rigid and so every once in a while boy being able to have a big slab of cheesecake or something yeah. is, a, <laughs> is a great thing in Absolutely. my life yeah, yeah. And, and that's and, life we should be able to right 
Mm-hmm. It's all about balance. Yeah. I wanted to touch on, because we're, we're getting close to being out of time, but it really doesn't actually matter. We'll go as long as we want to go on this. <laughs> I dictate the time. <laughs> I wanted to talk about, I know the in-body machine that, that I use yes. has been very like instrumental for you and mm-hmm. that how much you appreciated seeing results. So to listeners that maybe are unfamiliar with that, that is a body comp machine that that I use that clients get on every single week. And it gives me the breakdown of weight, body fat, muscle mass, water, lean mass. And, it, and, and the reason why that's important is the more muscle we have, the healthier the body is, the faster the metabolism is. And so when I'm helping people, I don't even like to refer to dieting. I'm, when I'm helping people mm-hmm. with their lifestyle, I want to see that your metabolic rate actually increases. Your metabolism is increasing. How do we do that? We do that by building muscle. Any jack wagon can get somebody to lose weight by cutting calories and, and encouraging whatever behavior that's causing that weight loss. I believe that is incredibly irresponsible in the world of wellness, mm-hmm. that it needs to be focused on people building muscle. Like you said, it's muscle as we age is what's going to keep us from having the falls. It's mm-hmm. what's going to keep us independent. It's it, it, there's, there's lifespan and then there's the, the quality of your right. life. Mm-hmm. So the body comp gives me a peek into what your body's doing. And Judy can attest to this. Sometimes I can catch that you've been sick or maybe mm-hmm. you've got something creeping up or mm-hmm. you've been traveling because yes. your body composition can change due to stress and outside influences like travel is a stress. Mm-hmm. And all, all it does, how it works is you stand on a little machine, you hold handles you're you're grounding yourself out pretty much and it, the, it electrocutes you it electrocutes <laughs> you it's, it's a little zap no it doesn't it's painless you don't you don't feel anything at all you feel like you're just standing on something holding handles but i like to explain the science of it it sends electrical pulses through the body and it measures how quickly each wave is coming back so each wave is a different wave and that's how it calculates the density of the tissue that it's moving through so that's how we can see the muscle and we can see what's different in, in body fat because that's a less dense material. So that is the technology of it. I know that that you've always really enjoyed of using that and seeing mm-hmm. that. And I feel like I'm constantly talking about body comps, but I'm not telling people really what they are and why they're important. So mm-hmm. thank you for bringing it up and making me explain that. But it makes a huge difference. Yeah, it does. And like I said, my my whole goal now is to continue trying to build up muscle slowly. I want to be able, we have a daughter who is in Germany now for three years. She and her husband are there. And Mike and I have scheduled a trip. We're going to leave in the middle of May. And so my goal the next few months is continue uh, working with Isaiah to try to build up my strength so we can handle our suitcases easily, race through the airports when we're about to miss the mm-hmm. flights, all yes. those things, and then enjoy the trip when we get there, mm-hmm. take the tours, do the walking, enjoy the beauty enjoy of life. another country. Yes. yes. So those are the kind of goals I think at my age mm-hmm. and, and a lot of other people have mm-hmm. rather than uh trying out for a triathlon or something that may sure. be in the 20-year-olds. Uh, yes. 
younger younger people. But I think they're all important to our lives and to Agreed. our society. Because Agreed. who wants to have grandma be sick? Yeah, right. and and yeah. and that's the thing is is as we age and we do we're battling these health issues, we're putting strain on our medical system as well. Mm-hmm. And it's no way am I thinking like you're you're a nuisance if you're doing that. But I feel if I look back into how I even fell into this world was I had no idea how much control I actually had. Right. And that yeah. to me is what why I do what I do today is because it was mind blowing when I figured out like I have complete control over how I feel. And if I'm feeling poorly, I, I'm not 100% all the time. I, we oh, made pr- plenty of not. crumble cookies this week, unfortunately, with the, <laughs> with the cinnamon don't, square. Don't say that too loud. <laughs> but like if I'm not feeling good, I, I know the direct cause of it. Mm. Prior to this, I would have thought there's something wrong with me. Medically, there's something wrong with me. I need to go get on a medication. I need to tell my doctor about this. And that, like you were explaining, that's really shifted because I mm-hmm. now know like, it's probably a cause of, of how I'm caring for myself or what I'm what I'm doing or lack of what I'm doing. Something if, as simple as drinking a little more exactly. water. Exactly. Yeah, you don't have a brain tumor. Easy, You're just dehydrated. Yeah. Easy you know? stuff. Yes. If you had to, if you could speak to people around your age or who are like, maybe they're just currently retiring, what is something, the advice that you would give or even point them in a direction of what they can do to make their their health easier, make retirement more enjoyable, and is it too late to change your lifestyle? Well, I'll pass on some advice that one of my daughters passed on to me one time when I what I knew I should be doing something, but I just didn't quite feel like it. <laughs> And she encouraged me to just take that first step, that first tiny little step. And, and she said, Mom, one step is 100% better than no step. Absolutely. And I really think that's the whole key to it. Because once you take that first step, you see something or you feel something mm-hmm. that's good. That's powerful. That's that's a really good saying. Right and there. then you want to take that next step and then you feel a little better and it just grows. Mm-hmm. So I would just say to anybody, take just a tiny little first step, tiny little first step. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Those, it, the, that's what's powerful is those little tiny steps. Mm-hmm. Don't try to change everything all at once. So. All right. Well, Judy, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so happy I finally got you on here and I can (laughs) just let the world listen to your wisdom. I enjoy every second that I get to chat with you. So I'm glad that we we got on recording. Now I can re-listen to it anytime. (laughs) Anytime I need a little bit of Judy. Locked it in. All right. Thank you both. Thank you both so much. Absolutely. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends who you think could use a good laugh and a health boost. Join us next week for more laughs, wisdom, and real-life tips to keep you killing it softly in your wellness journey. Until then, this is Amanda Hansen signing off. Here's to healthier habits for real people in real life. 